This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Girl Fit Method podcast. On today's podcast episode, I'm going to be talking to you guys all about how on earth do you pick a protein powder? It is so incredibly overwhelming. There are so many different options when it does come to supplements. Uh, And a really common question I get is like, what's a good protein powder? Should it have minimal ingredients? Should I go for a vegan protein powder? What is whey protein powder? There are so many options and I can completely understand why it's overwhelming. I think there's a lot of misinformation as well out there about who should be using protein powders and whether you should be using them. So this is going to be like your go-to guide when it comes to picking a protein powder, which is going to be suitable for you. Now, I'm literally just going to jump into today's podcast episode. So let's get started and let's really focus on what is a protein powder and who should be taking a protein powder. All right. So first of all, what I want you to think about is protein powder as being like any other food supplement. So let's talk about fish oil. Let's say that you don't eat enough oily fish to get omega-3s in each week. So you might supplement your diet with an omega-3 supplement, right? Protein powder is pretty much the same thing. It's extracted from food. It is the protein extracted from food. And if you can't hit your protein targets or you want a a form of protein that is more easily accessible and just convenient for you, then that's why you would go for purchasing a protein powder that's it right so it has nothing to do with going to the gym or like being a guy or like lifting weights not at all it is purely just a macronutrient which is protein and we use that to supplement our diet so really absolutely anybody can use a protein powder now the next thing I want to touch on is should you be using a protein powder and The truth is, is that we really shouldn't need any supplements. We should, well, ideally get everything from our diet, but we do know that that's really difficult to do. So a protein powder, in my opinion, is probably the best supplement you can purchase alongside that and creatine. I guess it depends on your situation, but I would say for most people, it's really helpful. And that's just because sometimes protein can feel really hard to get into our diet without a lot of preparation. So carbohydrates, for example, super easy right so a piece of fruit an apple a banana is a carbohydrate source and you don't need to prepare that whereas if you need to get 30 grams of protein in then like you can't really just chew on a raw chicken breast you've got to prepare it you've got to cook it you've got to store it and that's where protein powder can just become a really helpful tool to supplement your diet to be able to get to your protein target now when should you use a protein powder The truth is, is that as long as you are hitting your protein target within a 24 hour period, it honestly does not matter when you take it. You will see, and I guess like it's been advertised, you'll always see someone that will have a protein shake after their workout. The reason for that is that when you are doing a workout, you want to replenish yourself after that workout. And you actually do want to get a source of protein in, you know, really within 90 minutes of finishing your workout. And so some people will just have a protein shake because they know they can hit their, they can get that protein in to be able to begin that process of your body recovering from the exercise that you've done. However, it doesn't need to be had then. So for example, 
for me, I use a protein powder for breakfast, but I don't train around breakfast. So it actually has nothing to do with my workout. I certainly don't have a protein shake after my workout. However, I might have it in the evening if I haven't hit my protein goal. It doesn't really matter as long as you are hitting it overall. A protein powder, once again, is just there for you to supplement, almost like a fish oil tablet. It's like, you know, is it better to take a fish oil tablet in the morning? Is it going to, um, I don't know, be more beneficial? Well, not really, as long as you are getting it in consistently over, you know, a long period of time. So timing doesn't really matter. Do you need to be lifting weights? No. Do you need to take it? No, but it is super duper helpful. Okay, so this is the confusing thing because when you walk into a supplement store, there are so many different supplements and protein sources and protein powders. It's like, where on earth do I begin? So the first thing I want to do is kind of list out the most popular protein powders um, and the ingredient lists. So we can get protein from all different sources. Now, the most, the highest quality protein and usually the most popular and the one that you'll see the most is whey protein. So whey is derived from milk, right? So it's just, it's basically protein extracted from milk. Now you have two types of whey protein. So the first one is whey protein isolate. The second is whey protein concentrate. Now for any of you out there that struggle with lactose intolerance or you can feel a bit yucky when you do have dairy, then a whey protein isolate is a really good option because it actually has no lactose in it. Whey protein concentrate is essentially the same, but it does contain lactose. So sometimes people find that more difficult to digest. And what you'll need to be careful of is have a look at the back, the ingredient the ingredients list of the supplement that you're buying. Sometimes they'll have a combination. So they'll have whey protein isolate and whey protein concentrate. So if you can't have lactose, then make sure you look at the back and you see something that has 100% whey protein isolate and you'll be sweet. You won't, you know, you won't have any kind of digestive issues. Now, whey protein is a complete protein source. It is a very high quality protein. That's kind of like the gold standard when it does come to protein. The next one you will see is a casein protein, which is also derived um, from milk. However, it's absorbed much slower than a whey protein isolate. Personally, I mean, casein's not bad, but once again, I think your whey protein isolate is much more, I guess it's if, if your body can absorb it much quicker, it's going to be able to be utilized better, right? So, but however, casein's still a really great source of protein. Then we have our vegan protein powders. Now, the important thing to remember is that vegan protein, there is no vegan protein that is a complete protein source. Now, what on earth does that mean? So a whole protein source or a complete protein source contains all of the nine essential amino acids that your body cannot produce on its own. Now, this is why protein is essential for your survival. You need to consume it in order to survive because your body can't actually produce those essential amino acids. So a whole protein source is only really found in animal-based products such as whey or casein. So both of those have all of those essential amino acids. Every single vegan protein will not. So what that means is that when you are purchasing a vegan protein powder, it's very important to ensure that you are choosing something that has a blend of different vegan protein sources. What do I mean by that? So that could look like when you're purchasing a vegan protein, it could have a mixture of pea protein. Now there are a lot of seed proteins, so you'll find pumpkin seed, watermelon seed, 
and they'll have a combination of these different vegan protein sources. And the reason for that is because combined, they're actually getting all of those essential amino acids. So when you do have a a protein shake with that vegan protein, you're going to get all of those essential amino acids. But it's like you need several types of different vegan protein sources to, to create that complete protein source. So if you're purchasing a protein, a vegan protein that's purely soy, then that's not a very high protein, that's not a very high quality protein source because you're actually not getting all of those essential amino acids. Now, there are different sources of, like I said, vegan protein powders, uh, uh, excuse me, vegan protein sources. Huh, what a tongue twister. And now it's kind of crazy where they're deriving protein from and in the past, vegan protein powders have tasted pretty gross. They're usually much more gritty and sort of thicker. However, now they're making these really smooth blends. And a lot of them, like I said, will include things like pea protein, watermelon seeds, just kind of crazy stuff. You look at the back and you're like, wow, they're deriving protein from all of these different places. There's also hemp protein as well. Um, and that does actually offer a really good profile of essential amino acids. But once again, not the complete uh, protein source. Now, let's talk about all the different other ingredients that you will find in a protein powder. Now, the rule of having less ingredients the best is somewhat true. But once again, keep in mind, if you are having a vegan protein, then you're not going to want just one vegan protein source. You're going to want more. Usually the main ingredients that you will see after, first of all, make sure that the very first ingredient on your protein powder is the protein source itself. The next thing you want to think about is the sweetener. So they will either come, majority will come with artificial sweeteners. Now, the amount of artificial sweeteners used in protein powder is so minute because it's so sweet, it's really not a problem. The only issue that can arise is that sometimes sugar alcohols, which are these sweeteners, can cause digestive issues. And you just want to play around with that. Um, there are also vegan, excuse me, there are also protein powders that will be sweetened with things like stevia that aren't these um, artificial sweeteners, which can, to be completely honest with you, can also cause digestive issues. This is where it really comes down to you and what sits well with your tummy. Now, for example, what's really strange about my situation is every time I have a whey protein, I am very sick. Like, I don't need to go into detail here, but I have the same reaction I would with if someone was lactose intolerant, right? Now, I was lactose intolerant as a child, so I've tried whey protein isolate. For whatever reason, my body still reacts that way. So for me, I go for a vegan protein powder. However, I have consumed vegan protein powders that have been absolutely chock-a-block with all this other extra fancy stuff, and my body has found that really hard to digest just like it did the whey protein. So a lot of this comes down to just trial and error and figuring out what your body feels really good on. For me at the moment, I love ghost vegan protein powder that is sweetened, not with stevia. I think it's aspartame. Um, and that sits really, really well with me. Actually, I should have a look. I should have brought the ingredients on here to have a look at what is at the back of it, what sort of vegan protein it is but I do know that it is a mixture of all of them. So it really comes down to you just figuring out what sits well with you. There is a range of different products and 
now like the quality of most proteins is quite high because the market is so competitive people aren't putting out products that are really average right majority of them are really high quality and what you want to look like is look at is per serve so per scoop which is usually anywhere between 20 to 30 grams you want to make sure you're getting at least 20 grams of protein preferably around 30 but for vegans so for example the ghost vegan protein powder i'm using for a scoop i think i get about 20 grams which is actually on the lower side however i feel good on it right so most in particular whey protein isolates or whey protein concentrates you're really going to be able to get at least about 30 grams of protein in that scoop now let's talk about calories per serving so per serving per 20 to 30 grams of protein powder you want to be looking at anywhere between 100 to about 150 calories. That's the normal amount. Now, you will also find protein powders that contain other products in there that are usually like a carbohydrate. Now, these are usually called mass gainers, and these are for people that want to gain muscle and they don't want to be consuming, you know, maybe their calories are up really high and they're trying to get extra calories in without feeling more full. And so some protein powders will include higher calorie ingredients or they'll include um, a carbohydrate in that which then means that they are higher calories but the majority of just protein powders will sit anywhere between 100 and 150 calories and that's that's a really good range so what you want to think about is serving size 20 to 30 grams of protein excuse me 20 to 30 grams and kind of the same with grams of protein 20 to 30 grams of protein roughly within one serve and anywhere between 100 and 150 calories per serve. I highly recommend the majority of you probably should go out and buy a protein powder. I'd actually really love to hear your suggestions. I feel like this is such a big topic. We get in our WhatsApp group all the time, my girls asking, what protein powders are you using? Because sometimes it's just like, you've just got to trial a whole heap. Some taste disgusting, some taste really, really delicious. And then you've also got the ones that are Um, completely tasteless which can be helpful if you're not really like you just want to add it into a smoothie and not actually taste it so what I might actually do is pop a story onto my Instagram page my podcast Instagram page the GirlFit Method podcast please follow if you're not already and I'll put a post up and then I'll put a story up and we can have a thread on what protein powders you guys suggest or what you really enjoyed consuming and then we can share that and then we can hopefully not waste as much money because I know I have wasted so much money on protein powders. And in fact, just before I go, let's talk about the price. Most protein powders are quite expensive. You're going anywhere between usually about 60. I know a lot of, depending on where you are in the world, let's talk Australian dollars, 60 to sometimes 100. And it obviously depends on how large it is. Obviously, like the larger you purchase, you know, two kilograms, it's going to be more cheaper. But they can be really expensive. But there are some places out there that will have deals. So keep your eye out. Um, But yeah, it's not the cheapest. If you can get your protein from your diet, then that is actually probably the gold standard. Because it's cheaper in most cases. But like I said, protein powder is really awesome, super duper helpful and really convenient. All right, guys, if you're not already, make sure to hit that follow button, uh, take a screenshot of this podcast, share it onto your stories, share the word, even just share it with a friend. It honestly makes the world of difference. And please, if you are wanting to go into the uh, the running to win a Gymshark voucher valued at 100 USD each month, I give that away to somebody that leaves a rating or a review, depending if you follow, uh, you listen on Spotify, you can't leave a written review, but you can leave a five-star review. And then also if you 
listen on Apple Podcasts. You can definitely leave a rating and a review. And I always love reading them. I love, love, love them. All right, guys. Thank you all so much. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. And until next time, big love, Coach Tash. Coach Tash.